this bitch is making me a little warm. I think I should take my sweater off. Yeah, I honestly was like, you know when you have like a little bit to drink and then all of a sudden you feel the flush go over your face? Mm -hmm. I felt that mid-pod. Oh, really? Yeah. I've only had one Ooh. It's the sexy mojito. The sexy mojito. Shout out Nova. <laughs> Shout out. Um, I take one sip and I immediately feel the blush. Yeah, I feel like the psh over my face mm. right now. But also it's because it's like mm, just now noon. Mm. 12.21. I don't know last time I drank. It's like brunch. Brunch. Yeah. Um, brunch rules. Yeah. Yeah. Even though we're not eating. Oh, yeah, we did have a we donut. We had a donut. Sponsor us. Sony and Donuts. I know. <laughs> Could you don't imagine? Even show, don't even give us any money. Just don't give us money. Just give us a donut. Throw donuts. some donuts at us. <laughs> we'll, ha- we'll be happy. I would be more than happy to accept that sponsorship deal. Um, okay, so last episode, which was only a few minutes ago for us, mm-hmm. but for you, I don't know. This might be released one right, like one right after the other. But um, so we were talking about Yoga to the People founder Greg Musio and how he is a yak person with a long criminal record, long before he opened Yoga to the People. Um, and so last we left off, he had just moved to New York to open up yoga to the people so they had we'll kind of bounce forward a little bit to i don't know what it's called it's like the teens the teens the, the 2010s teens? is it the 2010s oh, is shoot. that what we call no, it no like like the 2010 i'm trying to think of like how music is like 2000s 2010s. No, it's 2010s. That's 2010s. Okay, so to the 2010s, it doesn't feel right to say it. And I feel like someone's going to be like, these ladies are fucking idiots. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) one of us are. (laughs) Um, We are like a boochin. Yeah. So. (laughs) Sorry. I read what I wrote and I was like, wait, this is out of order. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not out of order. Uh, It just jumps the gun a little bit and it's like a little taste of like where things are kind of like so uh for years yoga to the people found success it had multiple locations there was some in the bay area uh colorado arizona uh pacific northwest and um he split his time between new york and colorado locations and he would return to new york about once a month and the teachers were expected to drop everything attend his classes or like one of his boozy lunches the other thing is that he would just be like hey i'm gonna teach right now and whoever was teaching would was just, just get ripped out of their yeah they just were out they were shit out of luck yeah they were just like oh i guess i'm not teaching now not that they were paying enough for it to really matter but like right. if you're as a yoga space, teacher that's every, disrespectful well, no i mean every dollar counts as yeah. a yoga teacher because uh you make jack shit mm-hmm. so um well, Yoga to the People was so popular that it drove Bikram Manhattan out of business, <gasps> which led to a 2011 copyright infringement lawsuit in which Bikram alleges that Yoga to the People was teaching Bikram's trademark 
trademark sequence as quote traditional hot yoga and wanted a million dollars in damages and Gamusio, which is like he's right claimed that because the name Bikram wasn't associated with the class that it was still legal and they ended up settling out of court that yoga to the people would agree not to touch like teach the set sequence mm-hmm. um but it's so but crazy I don't think they because it just goes to show like how yuck both of these guys are because at one point they were in cahoots at one point yeah Gapipio was his right hand man yeah. And, and like, so then he sues him. Then he tries to distance himself even further. And, <laughs> and in a New Yorker article in 2012, he says uh, that he, unlike Chaudhry, respected women's boundaries, mentioning. Okay. Uh-huh. And the way wow. this is how he respects them is that he mentioned that he teamed up with a feminist scholar, Catherine McKinnon, to, de- to design an anti rape t shirt. What? <laughs> so ironic. And um, there's, there's like on the Yoga to the People shadow work uh, account, mm-hmm. there's um, a co- like, I think there's maybe just maybe one or two people that were there when he, they said he just like manically walked into the room. He was like, oh, I've been thinking about this and, you know, I have just great an idea. What if it's just a shirt that says, say rape? And he's like, who would buy one? And she said, like, we didn't know what to do. So we all just raised our yeah, hands. Yeah, sure. It's like, Again, oh. it's like that, like, I want to show that I'm supporting. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. I'll buy one. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, that's what no. makes him a feminist is making a t-shirt. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she must be cringing so hard that she, like. Yeah, that she teamed up, up with, him. with him. Yeah. I know. To, like. So, uh, anyway, the studio was doing really what well. What a stunt. Okay, so I know. Just what a stunt. An an inauthentic stunt. One hundred percent. Because we know what's behind it all. Yeah. Is that he already has been accused of rape at this point. Yeah, because he's already done it. Yeah. So the studio was doing really well on donations. Students would leave cash like crumpled up and sweaty on the floor. And there was like they'd either like leave it on the floor or there was designated tissue boxes. Um and so they were just, they were tissue raking boxes? it in. I know That's tissue wild. boxes. Okay. Well, I think that it's like you know those like uh, tissue boxes that like like old people have, where it's like a hard, uh-huh. not like a Kleenex not like a paper. Kleenex. <laughs> not like yeah. a. I'm like really. That's wild. It's like a decorative. Uh huh. That's the only time I buy uh, tissue boxes is like Christmas. Yes, because <laughs> they're one. cute. You could buy one for Halloween too. Do they have Halloween ones? They 100. percent But are they like fall themed or? Oh, I got it. She just killed a gnat. Yes. And with like her hands rarely. and silently. She clapped it, but it was like, <laughs> I tried my best not she to. She clapped it, but made no sound. Yeah. I was, I was being mindful of the pod. <laughs> I was like, how do I silently? It was just like, I think it wants some of that sexy mojito. Okay. It's all I can all smell for me. it on your breath. It's all for me. It's all, I must come closer. Um, <laughs> so. They were doing really, really well financially with all of their donations. However, their teacher training program was what was the most lucrative. Students would pay, or sorry, trainees would pay between $2,500 to $3,000 depending on their practice to kickstart their careers as yeah. a teacher, which is pretty, that's like pretty common. That's like an an average yeah. teacher training program like 
price to but pay. But I could see how that would be so lucrative with, or for him because, you know, get so many teachers in one room teaching them all at the same time. And That's... there was like 150 in each teacher oh my training. God. And they do them a couple times a year, so they were super, super lucrative. And it was troubling. So I think that they had two different ones. They did twice a year they would do um, – Twice a year, they would do, like, their traditional, like, signature classes, and then they'd do a vinyasa training, which I don't know why they didn't teach it together, but they Mm -hmm. taught it as two separate things. Um, But there was a lot of allegations surrounding the teacher training, and one of the more troubling aspects is something what they called arm-raising weekend. And I'm not exactly sure if you lifted your arms and lowered them slowly over the course of an hour, or if they just stayed lifted for an hour. What? I can't warrior two for more than like a minute without me like doing a whole body shimmy shake. No. So it was, uh, so I think that the idea was, is that you're supposed to get out of your body. And so you're supposed to ignore the pain by tapping into something deeper. It's um, like a torture all tactic. Set, <laughs> all set to, someone called it off-brand Enya or specifically Celine Dion. <laughs> Which feels extra torturous because, like, I don't know. I just, like, I mean, I love, I love Celine Dion. Uh, I do too. However, I feel like it would be, like, I, you'd never be able to listen to her again. No, it would totally ruin it. And don't take Celine from me don't like that. Don't take Celine from me. No, my heart wants to go on. I don't <laughs> want any of that. I want to continue to enjoy her. The way that I always have. So don't do do that. Yeah. I Yeah. Yuck. Yuck. So Vice obtained a copy of the script management used to, um, like, use during the arm raising exercise. Mm-hmm. And I want to read it because I don't think that any of these things are necessarily predatory if you're if you're in a very safe environment right but presented in an environment where people are vulnerable and they're suffering suffering not only physically but emotionally then i think it's pretty insidious so the first half the teacher asks the students to look internally for a sense of stability and then to recall their earliest best memory which whatever cool At the halfway point, while some trainees are crying, like bawling, Mm -hmm. like a lot of people that on not only on the Yoga to the People shadow work page, but also like in interviews where like people were like screaming and bawling and crying. All while keeping their arms. All while keeping their arms up and like doing this thing. So the leader asked them to think of a hardship or challenge from as far back as they can remember. Maybe someone violated your trust and what came up is you, I can't trust anyone. I'm not lovable. I've got to be tough. And then it goes on to say, I'd suggest it's not possible to really love if you're wearing your armor. The only thing worse than not letting it out is holding it in one more day. And then they end by suggesting that breaking down and giving in is the, is what allows the trainees to grow. Oh which, my. Which I don't necessarily like take issue I mean I take issue with the suffering and I will say that there was people who did say that it was completely voluntary they're not forced to do this however 
when you're trying to be a good student and you think that this is something that's going to benefit you in the long run, a lot of times you stick it out because you're yeah. like, maybe there is something here. Yeah. Because you're a student. This and is these new are your to me. I'm here to learn. You. I'm here to sponge. I'm sponging hard. And yeah. if this is what, yeah. So even with that, it's yuck. But so what's especially yuck um, is that not only did this process emotionally break them down and make them feel vulnerable, but they also share this experience with everyone. So they're feeling really connected to the group. And then that set them up for the next step, which was a truth circle, which again, I've never been a part of a truth circle. So, uh, I can't really say what is a truth. I mean, I'm, it sounds pretty self-explanatory. So, yeah. It's but... pretty self, it's pretty self-explanatory. So Immediately, so I'm not sure how other ones happened, but how this one functioned is that um, each student would make eye contact. (laughs) (laughs) Already. (laughs) Yeah, they'd make eye contact with everyone in the group. They'd repeat the secret of the person before them, and then they would tell their own secret, and then at the end, they all thank each other for sharing, which... Okay. Okay. Okay, that can seem healing when it's not a predatory situation. Yeah. And that can, you know. So they did that. But then sometimes the secrets weren't juicy enough. So the teachers were instructed to share their own secrets to get the ball rolling. And some of those secrets were, you know, sexual assault, oh addiction. Oh, my God. And so once someone starts off on that. It's all. You have to, you have to match what they're coming with. Yeah. You don't have to, but but you almost you feel you, you feel like you feel okay obligated right to. right because this door has like certainly opened okay like mm-hmm. this is what we're starting with let's get on that level they've started with this whatever I say can't be nearly as bad I'm just gonna feel free to be completely open yeah because they're doing it crazy. it's like a they're they're doing it in their best faith they're like yeah. they put their faith in these people to lead them yeah and this is. They, they think that this is what's going to help them to grow. I don't know how it makes you a better yoga teacher. I but either. Um, I okay. don't either. But I think, <laughs> you know what it does make them is vulnerable and like super susceptible to just all things at this point. Because it, I don't think it has to do with them being better yoga teachers as so much as like disarming them. Correct. So a lot of the people say that the bit. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm still, swall- I'm still <laughs> swallowing my booch. It's tart. Um, anyway, so many witnesses noted that Gamusio often flew in just for arm raising weekend. And one teacher said, and this is a quote, I can't even imagine why he would need to be at arm raising other than to find out what everybody's dirty secrets are. Yeah, he wants the juice. Uh-huh. I did notice that people in my teacher training who had the deepest, darkest secrets, they were the ones that got hired and they were the ones that became managers. And there could be value. Like, I mean, I don't want to shit on truth circles because, I mean, maybe there is value. Like, I did a little bit of research into them and a lot of people say that it kind of really helps you to break out of these um unsavory narratives that you hold about yourself oh my gosh and I so i 100 percent get where that's coming from however that isn't a safe space and this seems to not be a safe space. a safe space because it was used to kind of sort out the more the more vulnerable students because they'd be easier to be exploited and groomed exactly so 
as a narcissist in a position of power, uh, Camusio really had a knack for grooming young women who were searching for healing and who were willing to put their trust in a person to claim to have all the answers. Um, okay, so this woman. So she said that she started a relationship with him in 2008 while she was 22. She was studying. She was studying under him as a teacher trainee. And so wait, I'm so sorry to do this. So at this point, has he not dated? Is he not with other homegirl? Who moved over? Okay. I have no idea. All right. I don't know who, I don't know if he's ever really. Because didn't he move to New York? He did. Well, so he moved to Portland with a lady and then they moved to New York, had a baby. And I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't think that they were ever married. I think that he just had I bet you she doesn't know his real name. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she's like, your name is Charles William Abbott. She's like, Charles William Abbott left me (laughs) to, to be on my own. So this woman, so she said that she was given a good amount of classes on the schedule before he moved on to young, a younger woman in the next teacher, teacher training who was only 19 at the time. And then one poster on the shadow work page said that during her training, he was sleeping with three different women at once that were all trainees. I mean, that tracks. Yeah. that tra- He's literally like casting a net mm-hmm. into the teacher training water. And all of these women, uh, you know, see that power and they're like, oh, I want, like, I can learn so much. It could be me, you know, whatever. And I think this, like, also. Because let's be very clear. He wasn't, like, uncomfortably bad looking. Or he isn't. I don't know if he's dead. I don't know where he is. But he's not uncomfortably bad looking. Wait, you thought he was dead? I don't know. I didn't want to speak of a wasn't. Because no, he's alive. He's alive. He's breathing somewhere. Um, Poo-poo on his breath. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But no, I feel like, you know, he's like somewhere. He's a mix between like a Chris Delia and a Baldwin brother. Like creepy for sure, but not completely like yuck-a-poo. I think that like there's this, there's something to, to be said about the magnetism of a teacher who commands a presence in a room. Yes. And I think that, like, you're, as a teacher, you're usually, like, a person of authority. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times teachers don't think, like, oh, I don't have power. But you do because you have the power of suggestion over a room. There's people there that are there to learn from you. And when you're using that in a way that is to the detriment of, somebody else I think that's an abuse of power and I don't think that a lot of people see it that way I think that they're like oh well he can fuck whoever he wants but mm, no. sure I mean he, yeah maybe ones that aren't his students yeah, or people that out aren't on the tra- street he's that aren't not paying doing the same you thing. yeah they're not paying you well and also he's not pulling in anyone off the street because he isn't that good looking I mean not to say like not to be like a I don't know like a a good looking ist. Yeah. I mean, he's not like, he's he's no Leo. He is no Leo. He's I'm telling no Leo. You. He's not raking off randos. I'm telling you, he's raking like. Raking off randos, that's not a thing. Like, <laughs> raking, in, raking in random women. No, he's, he's not. Just, like, he's only preying on the ones that he has authority over. Right, within his wheelhouse. He's not pulling these women off the street because, that you know. It, it's really because of the power that he holds that he is even considered or even like looked at twice. This is the thing. When when you you could have like a offensively 
not attractive human being with all this power and women like power or people like power in general i think that they like someone of importance paying them attention yeah and that's not to say that like women are attention hungry it's that we often don't get the right attention right we get and it for different everybody reasons. likes to feel wanted right yeah like everybody wants to feel like special and when you know when you are receiving that from somebody that you think is like oh my gosh this person is so smart yeah they're together they're aligned with me mm-hmm. like that's spiritually I want to know everything that this person because mm-hmm. they've created this beautiful you know studio with so many locations it's like big. yeah it's bigger than they think they are in that well moment. and there's also like I think that I think that it's overlooked often, but spiritual abuse is a thing. Like a lot of times we look at it in like sen- like the sense of like like super religious stuff. Like I was Christianity just going to say, boop, boop, off the record because I don't want to piss anybody off. Religion. Yeah. To some extent. What? I was, I've, no, not like a lot of extents. Yeah. Well, I just don't want to. All right. <laughs> is, this, is this a circle of trust? All right. <laughs> Are we in a circle of trust? No, no, but I think it's not even just like an opinion. It's like an actual fact. There's like in all different religions, there are people who take advantage and they come from or even like we know somebody who was spiritually abused by her husband because she he was like, I'm a pastor. I know things about you. And he would Uh, gaslight her with Jesus shit all the time. We do. And so it's very easy for someone especially because you don't think of yoga because yoga often isn't a religion but it's a spiritual practice right that can be abused right in that way because people and there's one instance it's like something about something being greater and then appeasing that greater and yes and yeah. so there's this one and this kind of lines up perfectly because it's the next kind of step in my notes is that there was one woman who was dating him and she'd be like he refused to use condoms because it would quote ruin their sacred bond and then when (laughs) when she found out that he no he just wanted to raw dog you it really wasn't about a bond of any sort no and so then she found out that he was dating all these other women and then he gaslit her and was like you ruined this you ruined our sacred bond and like that, that's spiritual abuse. Like when you're gonna bring in like some like weird well, and also like emotion. Like it's just like all of it. It's yuck. Yeah, it's yuck. And then it's like supposed to be something super special, but he's doing this special thing with all these other women. All the bonds he was having, having many lots a bond. of sacred bonds. Yeah, lots many of women. a sacred bond. And then also this poor woman who is now. Um, like on a very physical level, susceptible to all the shit because he's been oh, raw dog and everyone. Everybody. Bond. Yuck. The next step okay. was that there was a lot of stuff that was reported on that yoga, uh, yoga to the people shadow work page. And one of them, or a lot of, there was a lot of claims that um, he would invite people to his apartment and he a lot of times provi- alcohol would be provided and there were, he, a lot of people were um, subjected to uninvited tickling Ew. and massages and a lot of them would be like uninvited I, just need, I 
no, there's Which, nothing like, it's like than a tickle. Yeah. Me. Okay. So anyway, why were people at his house or at his apartment drinking, you ask? Why were people at his house drinking? <laughs> <laughs> so they were often invited to his apartment that was right across the street on at the St. Mark's location for what they dubbed stacking parties. And this is where they emptied bags and bags, like these giant black trash bags full of cash, um, like all the donations that they would get. Oh. And they he would have students come or not students he would have the teachers, teachers come, come and it happened like bi-weekly and it was usually the younger women that were teachers that were invited and they would sit on the money to warm it up so that they could run it through a counting machine mm-hmm. which is very thing i'll tell you what i worked at a bank this one time and you don't need to sit on any of that money so so there was a person that for in his oh my god I can't talk for Rolling Stone who said quote I don't know enough about tax fraud to think this might be illegal I thought it was just another example of Greg being a manipulative power hungry person to like make us sit on cash make you sit on cash for uh-huh. what exactly you don't needs to you don't need to sit on the cash but I think you know what you know weird. who's willing to do that People who want to get up in Mm -hmm. the teacher world there. Yeah. And so teachers were forbidden to count the money. So they were only there to sit. You were supposed to just come and be a hen. You were just here to, you were there for your butt. Yeah. And then you were supposed to hand over the money so it could be counted by him. And so one teacher said that like after class, there's just like money scattered everywhere and they're supposed to put it in these trash bags. But the teacher was like, okay, someone's going to have to count this. So she started stack like stacking it neatly. Making it nice. Which, oh, same. Do you know how much it would hurt my heart to shove wads of cash in a trash bag and not... Yeah. And not like I mean like I, I don't even think she was doing like face up right way. I think right. she was just stacking flattening, it nicely and flattening. Flattening and them. She was reprimanded because he's like, wait a minute, because you're making this too efficient. You're yeah. taking away from what I'm trying to do here. Yeah. So she was like, no. I. She was like, I got in trouble for even trying to organize it. They didn't want a sense that anyone could count the money. That is crazy. And then another person said that even at these stacking parties, like it was very tense because no one knew who was close with Greg or who was sleeping with him. So they couldn't like, it was just a really awkward, weird, tense situation. It was like, watch what we talk about. Mm -hmm. It was like, mind your space. Like, you know, it's like eggshells essentially. Like, what do you do at that point? Oh, talk about the weather. Like, You know what I mean? Like, it's just really odd and awkward yeah so at the end of the day he would end up they would i don't know why they mentioned it in multiple articles they'd put the money in his guitar case but his the the guitar case held like 20 to thirty thousand dollars at any given time and all of this at the stacking party was unpaid labor they didn't get paid for doing that and this is where all that because like weird tickling like and massaging took place. It wasn't like they did anything to help the situation. He just wanted time with them so he could tickle them and get them wasted. Probably, yeah. it was yuck. So, Ugh. 
this was um, an example of a lot of the unpaid labor that yoga to the people expected of their teachers. They created a super toxic ass environment that expected its teachers to prove their loyalty by giving their company their time for free. So after graduating, it sounds very Bikram, by the way. It's what? Bikram. It sounds very Bikram. I don't know what his process was. I still need to like look into it a little bit more. But so they graduated teacher training and some teachers would be invited to, to teach there. The ones that were probably kind of siphoned out from the truth circle. That It's the ones that like stayed quiet and like literally did everything that they were asked to do. Mm-hmm. And like, so you would get on the schedule, but you had to teach 25 classes for free to prove your, and then prove your loyalty by staying late and cleaning up the studio every night. Oh my God. Yeah. That is straight from a church somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, do all these things to prove your, prove how religious you are, or prove your loyalty, or, pro- you know, whatever. Yeah. All these acts of kindness. So even, so one teacher said that she was teaching, when she was teaching for free, she was teaching like six classes a week. And then once she started, when she hit her 25 classes and started getting paid, she went down to just once a week. And they were only paying, <gasps> they were only paying her $25 a class. A week. So she's making $25 a week. Because mm-hmm. now that she's paid, they're like, nah, I'm not going to, you know. No, I'm not going to waste my money. I'm going to have these other people who haven't done their 25 classes yet yeah. continue to pay or to continue to teach for free. Yeah. While I bank all these donations, Mm -hmm. donations, air quotes, Mm -hmm. I mean, they are donations. You know what I mean. Yeah. And so on top of the free labor, they were expected to be available at all times. So the schedule was often only released weekly and sometimes only day to day. So you never really knew when you were teaching. And a lot of times it was meant to keep teachers in line. And so one teacher said if you couldn't work a class because you were scheduled too late, you wouldn't show up on the schedule for like another two weeks. Oh my God, you're like penalized you're like for it. Yeah. yeah. And so your job really is to drop all things and be that committed at all times. Because if you miss your window, you're screwed. And if they're only paying you $25 a week, then like... Help me understand. How are you going to live? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. You can't. In New York. You're not. Yeah. You're certainly having to. Your livelihood is supplemented somehow. Yeah. So they Gamusio also expected his staff to pick up any time he called. And one teacher, it was it was reported a lot on the shadow work page, but a teacher who spoke to Vice said that she had a manager told me that it doesn't matter if your boyfriend's inside you, you pick up the phone. Oh Which, my God. even saying that is gross. And expecting that is unreasonable. Is, and there's so much wrong. It's like yeah. not, it's, it's such a crazy precedence to set. Is that the right word? Precedent? Yeah. Precedent. Precedent. Yeah. Precedent to tap, set. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> To set like that's what they expect of you. You literally have no self, yeah, no personal anything. Like you are an object. You are owned by the studio. Yeah, and that same person said that she someone someone called her at like three a.m. in the morning, and her first thought was like, "Oh, somebody's sick," or like someone's sick, and I have to teach at six a.m. And so she answered, and it was just him. He was like, "Oh, just seeing if you would uh, pick up, just seeing if yeah," and that was it. Just 
okay, I know now. He told her to just meditate just on that. You. Yeah. Just be paranoid. Just just keep this level of paranoia up at all times. Yeah. He also, <laughs> I love this. Um, and by love it, I mean, I don't love it. But he would <laughs> mean girl call his staff. So like if someone got in trouble, they would like three-way call that person and like berate. Like this one woman said, she went to a manager to express, like she's like, I think he's sleeping with someone that's working for him and then minutes later the manager and Greg like called her on a three-way call and we're just like Regina Georging her how dare you how dare you're you you're this you're that three-way calling like just and then this person on the other line is like yeah there was multiple, like, multiple accounts of the three-way call attack. Wow. That's like, nothing that I ever considered doing. To. So there was a lot of allegations. And there's, like, so many, so many. It's kind of hard. When you go through the YTTP shadow work page, there's uh, accusations of racial discrimination, a culture of body shaming, ableism, manipulation, gaslighting, spiritual bypassing, rape, sexual assault. <sighs> inappropriate touching like it is so it's it's deep yeah however a lot of the stuff it was very hard to verify and because they redacted a lot of the information it was hard to kind of pin it just on him Mm -hmm. so I wanted to kind of shift away from having more like not having more because I mean I don't think the people who had like more serious stuff they don't owe anybody no to elaborate so I just wanted to kind of shift over to the financial Mm. aspect of his crimes that finally kind of caught up to him so according to a complaint from 20 and this is like the legal complaint within the Department of Justice uh, from 2010 to 2020 they grossed over 20 million dollars and never filed a single corporate tax return with the IRS and he never paid or filed any income taxes. And it alleges that along with that Gamusio, along with leadership, used various methods to evade taxes by accepting only cash and paying teachers inside cash to keep transactions, quote, off the books. Oh one manager my God. said that she was paid her monthly salary of three thousand dollars, which this is a manager that's getting paid $3,000 a month in, in a plastic bag from a liquor store. And <laughs> then she, one of the, in 2013, one of the uh, other managers had texted him. So all salaries are in cash. And he just went, yup. Oh my God. Uh, red flag. <laughs> red flag. $3,000 a month for a manager? No. In New York. In New York at a yoga studio where they do so much shit. She said, hold on. There, I have to scroll down in my notes a little bit because it's a little bit further. Okay, let me be very clear though. $3,000 a month is is a lot to a lot of people. But as a manager in in New York, York, that's not, not, it's not, no, no, that's barely rent if you have like, I mean, if you have a closet, if you're renting a closet for $2,500 and you have $500 to live for the rest of the month. Cup of noodle life. As a manager. Anyway, so they use nominees to disguise the defendant's connection to the yoga to the people business. And this is a direct quote from the complaint. It says, Camusio targeted and groomed typically young women and others to become nominee owners of studios. 
luring them with the title of studio owner when in fact he generally controlled business decisions and took a cut of the proceeds. The nominees took on all the meaningful financial risks. And then he used the business accounts to pay for his personal expenses. And then they maximized unreported income by manipulating subordinates into providing free labor. So all of that were direct. All of that was directly from the complaint. Like, yeah. Yeah. They were like onto him. Right. And so not only what, not only were what they were doing was criminal, but they knew that it was illegal. The second that you see somebody working with cash only and like, oh, put everything in your name. Vacuum? Oh, yeah, maybe blower? it's a vacuum. Oh, a blower. You don't think Tommy's blowing right now. Tommy's stress blows all the time. I mean, <laughs> I love a good stress blow. Like, honestly. We mean with a the blower, like a, for like, the lawn? Yeah, <laughs> like a leaf blower. He stress blows hard. It's because it's so satisfying. Don't get me with a power washer. Oh, yeah. It's up there with power washer. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like if you need a quick fix, you do the leaf blower. Just go, yeah. If you have more time, then you do the power washer. Then you washer. do the power wash. And if it's sunny. Yeah, because, because you don't then it want, dries off. Yeah, you want shit to dry so that you can soak See, in the full results. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, sorry if anyone, but heard, no, anyway, if yeah, anyone yeah. hears that blowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that high pitch of the stress blow. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, it's crazy when, yeah, it, it, you know, it screams red flags. It's it's crazy to me, and it's silly to me also. I mean, he got, on, he got away with it for a while, but... I mean, like, 20 years. Yeah, but, like, it's going to come back to you when you have that many people. Like, all it takes is one person to I have nightmares that, like, I I did a really – I had a cinematography class in high school – not high school, in college. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really do much because I am not a cinematographer. And my teacher didn't know my name, and so he just gave me a C because he couldn't remember who I was. I have nightmares – that my college calls me and is like, we found out that you didn't you really didn't, get a yeah. C. So you didn't pass and we got so to take your degree. So we're going to take this away. That, not that it even matters because I don't even do anything with my degree. Yeah, but still. But, but you I, have a degree. I have you don't the want stress that dreams away. about it and yeah. I get like the stress sweats. The sweats. And that was just from letting someone not remember my name. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Tax yeah, no. <laughs> If I was like a like committing no, tax fraud, honestly, anytime, and that's why like, I might I, just keel over. Yeah, I'm such a not a. I don't want to say. I am. I come from such a place of honesty that she was about to say truther. <laughs> she thought the truther meant that you're just wants you want to. Tell I'm the always truth telling the, the truth. I'm like I'm a truther. I'm a truther. No, Jenna told me that long ago what it really means, <laughs> and I cannot align with that. Okay. I cannot. <laughs> so I'm a truth teller. Does that the same? You are one no, with the know. truth. No, that's yeah, not the I'm same. one with the truth. And anything outside of the truth makes me physically uncomfortable. Like cannot. Like not okay. So, no. so I can't imagine. No. So they said that like a lot of there's a woman who claims to be a manager that says that they were pressured not to file their tax returns because it would force yoga to the people to claim them as an employee exactly so not only were they like doing wrong they were encouraging their employees it was a trickle down because a lot of times they were young and they didn't know better yeah 
they were like, still, oh, oh, no, this is my employer. Yeah, okay. Let because me find their 19, EIN number. Yeah. yeah. If you're 19 and you're like, oh, like, I've never done a tax return. I'm 19. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, you don't do that. Then you would like, trust. They're your bosses. They're yeah. the people that are in your community that are, like, people of authority to you. Yeah. And so not only did they, like, it oh, just. Oh, and it could be something so, like. So easily, easily said oh no we don't do that like confidently yeah. said like oh no this is how we do it like this is you know yeah you wouldn't think twice about or even if they questioned it they'd be like oh well because you know we need to keep this place running yeah. and for donations it's donations it's like, a donations or like you know I just feel like there's so much gaslighting yuck there but another former manager who spoke to Rolling Stone said that a request for a tax form was usually a really big deal and it would result in very contentious conversations and it was probably ended in like a three-way call with like mean girl yeah like the whole the berating of it all you're gonna get you're gonna get berated by mean girl greg yeah um the same manager so this is i wanted to mention this earlier when we were talking about that manager that only got three thousand dollars i don't know that it's the same manager because i can't recall if it was the same article Mm -hmm. but she said that they guessed or they i don't I'm assuming it's a woman because I think there was another place where they said she, but I don't want to misgender. So they said that they worked 100 hours a week. Their tasks include admin work, handling money, so the stacking parties, uh-huh. managing teachers, helping to run teacher training, and then teaching 20 classes. Fuck that. 100 hours a week doing all hours a week of this stuff. For $3,000. She said, or they said, they felt... Sleep deprived, hungry, and broke the entire time, and that was one Misery. of the better. And that's one of the better case scenarios out of this whole situation, right? Because other people got yeah, um, so <laughs> Yoga to the People published their first post on July third, twenty twenty. Immediately posted like uh, over a hundred submissions, and then a week later, the company, which was already shut down because of COVID just ceased all of its like all of its operations it was like really yeah and so then even after the closure they submissions kept rolling in they're so, like they're on to us it's, yeah it's it's they're coming in in numbers in troves the only thing we can do is shut down and continue to stay shut down yeah and then on 20 or on august 5th 2022 greg Gamusio and his wife haven solomon and business partner michael anderson were all char- charged with one count of conspiracy to defraud the irs and five counts of tax evasion and they face up to 30 years in prison if convicted um sounds great Poor Haven, though. I don't. Do you think know. she got roped in, or do you think that like she was she was bad, bad as well? I think that she was young and probably like one of his youngins that he roped in, and then she probably didn't know any better. No, that is so crazy. Which sucks. No, it does. I mean, I don't want to absolve her of anything because I don't. We don't I didn't know. really. I did try to look into her a little bit to be like, ooh, was she yuck? And I didn't find anything. So yeah. I feel if you don't find anything, there's. Maybe she wasn't, she definitely wasn't as yuck as him. No, she probably kept her nose clean and was a normal human being. But, you know, definitely benefited from all of the money that he was getting and all of the status that comes with that. Yeah, I wonder what he did with all of that money. Like, I have no idea. You know what I mean, though? Like, you can't, like, when, like, when banks look at how much cash you bring in, there's, Flags that are sent out. So he couldn't have brought them in 
in like bulk. Anything mm-hmm. over ten thousand, they have to report to the IRS. So one of the um, one of the posts on the shadow work page said that they knew that. Mm-hmm. So they often would have just let the they would put nine thousand dollars in cash, yeah. and that's what they would deposit. And you know what? They would probably deposit it into different people's, like, so it's not under one. Yeah. I think, I I mean, they probably did it real sneaky. But that is the case of Yoga to the People. Um, There has not been any new updates, but I will, I have an alert. So I plan on keeping everything. Yeah, updating. As things happen. Probably on Instagram or something. Yeah. That is so crazy. I'm Mm -hmm. glad he's, like, tucked away. But I feel like he should have been charged for so much more. Yeah. Well, my hope is, is that like, well, and a lot depends on the victims and if they want to come forward and if they want to charge and go through the whole yeah, process again. Yeah, because it sucks again, like to be one to rehash. But if he's off the street, then that's cool. Then too. I'm happy with that. Then he can't re-victimize anybody else. I mean, it's not justice for the people who are Maybe totally he'll get wrong. victimized. Sorry. <laughs> God, we're going back to 30 stabs. I know, 30, 30 stabs, 30 shanks. No, I mean, I'm not one to like wish harm. But, you know, people need to get what they deserve. I feel like And for if, being such a predator and impacting that many people and their mental, like things you don't always... He's traumatized. Yeah. Traumatized. These are things that people don't people. bounce back from. And when if they do, if they can, then... You're not the same. Like, you're not that innocent person before. Yeah. Well, and I feel really... So, uh, I feel it's a, it's a bummer because I think that a lot of people came to this yoga studio and they found their, like, their home studio, like, what they identified with. Yeah. And because of this guy being disgusting, they... Like, like thousands... From them. Yeah, thousands of yogis and teachers that were there in good faith completely lost their yoga home. Yeah. And it could have shaken the faith of like a lot of people. And that yoga meant to them was just cheapened and yucked and like dragged through the mud. And like when before they could have looked back on their experience, because it wasn't bad for everybody, right? Yeah. They could have looked back on their experience as like really something fantastic. And like, you know. And then that and the con- creates a lot of from- conflict. Uh-huh. Because even, like, I don't have much experience with being in a situation like this, but from even just, like, the littlest things, I had a student who had committed a crime, and it took a really long time to come back from knowing that yeah. and, like, not thinking, and not thinking about it and, like, it making you angry while you're teaching or while you're practicing, and it, like invades your mental space Mm -hmm. and so i i feel bad for these people who really identified with this place and it's gone and i hope they found something that was is a healthier fit and yeah what should we call this one teeny pp teeny pp regina george (laughs) teeny pp spiritually fucked (laughs) spiritually fucked (laughs) i don't know we'll have to think of it what do we call this one